Let me tell you a little secret about me, Troy. Every day on my way to school, I drive through downtown past the courthouse just to get a glimpse of the world that I once ruled. And I just want to jump out of my car, run up the steps, and exploit the legal system for profit. But I can't. I'm locked out of my old kingdom. You're not. You see what I'm saying? You're saying I could be a lawyer. I'm saying you're a football player. It's in your blood. That's racist. Your soul. That's racist. Your eyes. That's gay. That's homophobic. That's black. That's racist. Damn. Welcome to Laser Time. I'm hosting this one. You look good over there, buddy. Thank you. I'm in Chris's chair. Uh, I'm Tyler. That's Chris who's talking. Chris Antista. We also have... Red Elston, who's never not here. <laughs> Representative of the NAACP. <laughs> uh, well, I guess we should just say off the bat then what the topic is. The topic is um, racial stereotypes in film and TV. So... Racist characters, not characters who are racist, but characters who just, like, their existence is, like, why Yes. Why would you... Just slightly, we we tried to make some distinction a long time ago about, well, that's insensitive. Yeah. This is this is above insensitive a little bit. This goes into racist territory. Yeah, it's, like, so insensitive, it's, like, there's a fine line between comedy, mm-hmm. like, comedy stereotypes, yes. and you're just being racist now. Yes. Which, like, I've tried to avoid, like, outright, mm-hmm. like... Like uh, what do you avoid? World War Two propaganda. Ah, yes, because the very like intention Disney of that was during World War Two. The intention of it is to just be to demonize really, the enemy. To demonize yeah. the enemy. So that doesn't really count. It's more the stuff where it was like it was really ignorant of them to do that. And I want to start is a study. This is not. We're not. Well, I'm not, I don't. I, whatever. I'm, I'm just glad you're doing it because, like, yeah. I, I I come across. We're going to be sensitive. Uh, Are all of these beers empty. I, <laughs> Brett, Brett cannot. Find I I'm any, usually uh, the one who gets the most flack because yeah, I'll say some shit that is it. But you know, it's but we the joke is that it's racist. No but I'm glad Grim is here because like you are the most un PC person I know. Say tons of foul shit, and this like anything most racial things make you look visibly uncomfortable. Yes, I do not. I mean, I will say a lot of stupid shit for a laugh, but I get really uncomfortable. It's only because he has the shit. white guilt of being I a pink-ass I mean, Irish. I may have that white guilt, but at the same time, <laughs> I feel yeah, like... Irish guys get picked on so much in history. Come yeah, on. but they deserve it. You know, have got to get some humor. But I mean, the thing is, is that uh, I think to us, we have a self-awareness of what the fuck we're doing. Yeah, what we're doing. Yeah, but, you can curse yeah, now. Yeah, sorry, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But it just comes out of the fact that I think if you're a 13 kid in Idaho that doesn't know shit about anything, you're going to hear this and think that it's really funny because Mexicans are slow or whatever. And it's just like, <laughs> that's you're, not what we're saying. If you're a 13 year old kid in Idaho, shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> shut the you're fuck wrong. up. Leave Idaho or don't vote. You, one of those two things. Just to soften this, I want to I want to play something first before okay. we start. That uh, um, my good friend Louis C.K., who <laughs> will never know me, doesn't know who I am, will never. Ever. You gave him five bucks. I know me. I gave him you. five bucks, and I'm going to actually play something from Louis C.K. live at the Beacon Theater, which you should please buy. Just please buy it, so he so can just make a great business stuff. model for our artists or creative please person to make buy money. It. Ah, please. Laser Time Podcast. Hey, if, you, donate. <laughs> if you don't like SOPA, buy it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how. Fight it racism. Support fight, Laser Time fight Podcast. Racism. <laughs> no, but go five dollars. Buy it. Louis C.K. live at the Beacon Theater. Here is one of my favorite moments from it, and it relates. What if there was a baby? who was born, who was, and there's been a lot of 
fucked up babies. There's all kinds of babies born. There's been babies with, you know, connected at the face to a dog or whatever. There's been <laughs> babies with three legs with hands on them. There's been Chinese babies. <laughs> uh. That's the worst thing I ever said. I think. I- <laughs> so, just to soften what we're about to do, there's Louis C.K. making a joke. That I, 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 get, I, get, I get a lot of flack for saying, <laughs> quote unquote, racist. But that, he, Louis C.K. clearly does it better than I do. But like, I, I, I have to preface it with that like, I feel so unracist and find racism so fucking, not deplorable, but just stupid and silly yeah. stupid and, and wrong. And, and, that's and, that's, and that's like, like what, when I say stuff like that, it's, I am playing the part of a stupid person. Right, and that's what, that's what Louis C.K. Yeah. does. And by the way, he goes on to say like in that bit, oh, that's the worst thing I've ever said. It feels good, but that's not the worst thing he's ever said. No. I've seen Very him. True. If you've watched his show, Louis, like, yeah, there's one a great part. Show. It's a great show, but there's like a woman heckling him, and then he just goes on oh, yeah. to destroy her uh, by saying that she's like worse than 9-11. She's worse than... <laughs> Yeah. So anyway, she was. He is. Think uh, about like what said thinking about when your kids die or wanting to kill his kid or yeah. something. Oh, <laughs> uh, but racist, uh, uh, racist stereotypes. Racism is killing. Me. So I've tried to kind of avoid a lot of. Cart- I have. I'm going to just like run that's through a bunch beach. of cartoons because I feel okay, like that's okay. a whole other topic. Like, if it's not an episode about cartoons or video games, I don't know what we're doing. Yeah, here. I know. <laughs> well, cartoons have been really racist. Yes, and like I, I said, I avoided straight up World War II propaganda yeah. cartoons mm-hmm. in which the Japanese soldier like is cowardly and backstabs people, mm-hmm. even though he was more efficient. And <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I've gone to. We used his honor to trick him. Basically, I'm starting at 1959. With uh, oh, Slowpoke nice. Rodriguez. Slowpoke Rodriguez. Okay. Oh, boy. <laughs> Who is the... That's, uh, that's really a preface for this next <laughs> The cousin... Uh, well, oh, I don't know why man. that was Christopher Walken who oh. said that, but <laughs> who's the cousin <laughs> of Speedy him. Gonzalez and... Who himself is of questionable yeah. tolerance. Okay. Wait, well, okay. But I've been telling Chris, like... <laughs> Chris it's is already weird. like, actually, Speedy... <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I, I'll, 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 I'll not... I'll play God's advocate. Like, I'm not devil's advocate here. <laughs> You want to well, play the clip first? Let me just play a little bit of. And this slowpoke doesn't even talk in this. In fact, it's just uh. two Mexican cats. Maybe Jose. Instead, we try to catch the Speedy Gonzalez. We should have caught Slowpoke Rodriguez. The slowest mouse in all Mexico. Slowpoke Rodriguez. He's for me. Wait, Jose. Jose, I got to tell you something. I thought they would say, "Told you." I got to tell you. You are the grand prize wiener. I can tell that's Bugs Bunny. It's Mel Blanc. Yeah. It's Jose. Oh boy. Slowpoke's really yeah. slow. Senior Slowpoke, you will be good with the chili peppers. <laughs> oh, oh my god. I forgot to tell. Tell me that ends in blackface. That's what I wanted to tell you, Slowpoke Rodriguez. He packed a gun. <laughs> That's him blowing that. And of course, uh, cart- a cartoon gunshot to the face means your face gets black. Blackened. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, oh no, the consequence. You call that the piccaninny. They usually get little bows in their hair. And uh... and before, what's that, Michael? I would just like to say that looking at the title on this, it was 1959 that this came out, and this is just the most patently racist. Wait, wait, wait. See, I don't. Shit. 
Well, I don't. You you're saying that I don't think Speedy Gonzalez is patently racist. I think he's uh. a south of the border cartoon character portrayed by a white person in a way that you can consider insensitive or unflattering. Yes, he doesn't operate under any ma- like Mexican you know. stereotypes or mannerisms. He's a fucking uh, quick he mouse. He's wearing that a Titanic and speaks like no Mexican person I've ever actually but it's, heard. It's it's one of those things, and, and I do I, I will defend a lot of cartoons, and I know some like some of it doesn't fly and it's not cool, but like. In, in this day and age, if there wasn't, like, uh, any Hispanic representation in a cartoon character, that would be a problem, too. And, like, long before that was cool, they just made this other character who happened to live south of the border. And like, he, compared to this, he's way better. But Slowpoke sure. Rodriguez. Slowpoke is... Bad. I want to I be the ultimate apologist and say, like, well, yeah, Speedy has, Speedy has a friend who's the polar opposite of him and slow. Right, I get, I get right, that. Right, right, right. That you want to make the antithesis, but it's, but, uh, but, it, but his depiction. Yeah, yeah. But and then okay. we were talking about that. Like, where did? Why can't it be a slow? Where mouse? did? Where did Mexicans get the? Get I was the stereotype about this. Like, it feels like pre World War Two, like pre nineteen hundreds. Um, you know, the U.S. had a lot going on with Mexico. Well, first we took everything from them that yes. we're living in now. Yes. You know? Thank you, by the way. We took you know California. Mm. Uh, it's ours now. And Texas. And uh, Texas. Yeah, we I'm took sorry, Manifest New Destiny, Mexico. guys. Like, we took all that stuff and then forgot about them. We told the Indians we earned it. And forgot they existed and had World War One and Two. Mm-hmm. And then, like, everything post-World War Two is this stereotype. Like, yeah. it seemed to just pop up out of nowhere. Like, suddenly, oh, <laughs> chili pepper. <laughs> like, where did that, slow. when did that start well, happening? I defend a lot of cartoons. And, I don't see that, like, it before, like, the those 60s. parts of the world were not well-defined. So they, so stereotypes came out of the one or two things they did know about Mexico. And have you ever seen those, uh, Three Caballeros movies yeah, with yeah. Donald Duck or Saludos Amigos? Those movies were made in a wartime effort commissioned by the War Department, who had taken over Disney, to improve South American, Latin American relations to join the U.S. in the war. And when you watch those things, it's like it's filled with stereotypes, shot south of the border. But like that literally was like the first a lot of Americans' first exposure to Mexico, and then they just never bothered to learn anything else. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, that's the sad truth. It's I mean, all of this stuff is, of course, post World War II yes. because that's sort of TV film that we talk about now. And so, uh, civil rights movement. Of course, happened. So it kind of became like not okay you mean to that make fun song? of black people. But it's anymore. just crazy to think how that's not that long ago. Like right. 1959 yeah. is like only you think 40, about, 50 years, really. But you think about like the 60s, it's not okay to make fun of black people. Oh. Fine. Who can we make fun of? Uh. Oh, well, the Japanese. We sure hate them still after we like <laughs> dropped two nuclear you say, bombs. You say on that them. though, but I. For, I um, yeah, it was, oh no, who was that? That comedian came out recently, Todd Glass, and he's and, and it, we, I love the point, and I love pointing that out, and I've been doing it for years. All those Republican candidates coming out against just any kind of gay unions, and like they're going to look stupid in ten years, right? Not five. Look that's no. how fast. That's oh, yeah. how fast these things change. And these are these are the political candidates. They have fans. They have people voting for them, and what they're saying is fucking deplorable. Yeah, absolutely. It's deplorable even by today's standards. Yes, by today's standards. In Not 10 years, they're going to look like stupid. I, that's, uh. that's the one thing I, I thought was funny to Todd Glass. He's like, you're going to have to explain that to your grandkids. Right. Like, they're going to have to explain that to their Maybe grandkids. even your son or Maybe daughter. Maybe your son or daughter. Yes. Like, wh- why yep. did you say all those nasty things about gays? Like, right. yep. oh, son, that was that was back in the year of the drag. I needed votes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, and they're going to... So... It, no, but it's it's funny. Like it, it, I think there's they stopped making fun of black people. Yes. So now, so uh, let's because they paid up. They became American. 
Let's go to uh, the One Flintstones, uh, 1960. He's very good for families They're to learn judo. judo lessons. Mel Blanc again. Oh, yes. He's make for togetherness. Hi, yes. Fran? Was that their eyes? No, it was uh, a nudge. Sukiyaki. I'm a 10 easy bronze medal family plan. Very cheap. Very cheap. That's for <laughs> sure. This guy, how this guy looks. Additional twenty silver medal lessons, special discount prices, big bargain, big bargain. Ah yes. Then for a few more measly dollars, you are eligible for gold medal, diamond medal, etc., etc. Oh my God! Yeah, so. Uh, that is the atrocious. Look, the look on your face, just I, I, again, the most foul shit comes out of your mouth, and this bothers <laughs> you so this, much. No, dude. Okay, my my dad is essentially Fred Flintstone. Like he has made <laughs> these jokes since I was a fucking child. Just like oh, yeah, Japanese in their sukiyaki. It's like because he grew up on this shit, yeah. and that's how he yeah. thinks now. And yeah. the Flintstones like, is like the least offensive show ever. But yes. this one episode, 1960, I believe, uh, just it's it's. I mean it. My theory is the civil rights movement, and then, like, okay, we can't use black people now, but we still hate the Japanese. Or we don't hate them, but they're, like, they're goofy and, like, subjugated. Like, now... That's the thing. Now they're just funny little men. And in the context of a cartoon like this, when that's what something a little shop. kid... At the cetera, at the cetera. <laughs> that's Fred with giant buck, buck teeth uh, saying, at cetera. his eyes get very narrow. Made in Japanese. Shaka? Oh, that's for sure. Uh, <laughs> and then and Barney gets the buck teeth. That's what kills me, is that when you see it in the terms of cartoon like this, it's like a kid watching this. And then mm-hmm. it's just like, you'd be amazed how long that shit will stick with someone. Like, oh, if yeah. that's what they watched growing up, is a bunch of cartoons like that. And it's, it's just like that, where it's like, well, I think, oh, yeah, they're all just a bunch of you know, really little be- funny people with weird picadillos But again, and I'm shit. speaking on behalf of cartoons here. But it, when it really became a problem when our generation was exposed to this. Because the uh, odds were that most of these people would never be exposed to someone from China. That's true. Like there, there, was, there wasn't a lot of... You spend your whole life in I the Midwest you, or wherever. But I wasn't just making or a... Anywhere. Or Nevada or New making York. Making a joke like black, make, <laughs> well, black people count. isn't cool anymore. It's because black people at this point, you're, they're just Americans. And they're paying... They don't want to... They don't... These are... Yeah, this is commercial whatever, television. They don't want to offend America. people who are buying things for advertisements. Mm-hmm. You are Americans. Therefore, now we can't offend you. It's whatever America point, was not exposed Asians to Asians weren't Americans yet. Right, Asians no, weren't, weren't Americans at this point, so they are free to be mocked. Let's see. And what? I realize that my, my yeah, like my perspective comes from like a modern idea. Mm-hmm. Where it's like I, you know, I was raised in like the eighties. No, I, I think you're like, right. Like married with children, even it was like holy shit, married with children's really edgy with like the way that it plays loose and fast with all that shit. And it's just like, and even then, it's like that's pretty tame by yep, you know, pretty yeah. tame. Yeah, I want to burn through more cartoons real Please. quick. So, um, uh, Japanese people in in <laughs> in the sort of racist media were uh, swindlers. And uh, had buck teeth and talked funny. Chin- the Chinese were always, always villains. Wore glasses for whatever reason. Ah, uh, yeah. Chris knows what this is immediately. Oh yeah, Lady the Tramp, right? Mm-hmm. These toys are on sale at the Disney Store right now. I just saw them. And like this is debatable, but we are Siamese, if you please. Catchy ass song. We are Siamese. If you don't, please. You have no options. They're just Siamese. Chris, they're communists. They're communists. Oh. If we like, we stay forever. 
So the Chinese wow. cats are coming. They don't care what you think, and they're going to stay for a while. Yeah, they're going to stay in your country. I never read it like that. And they're breaking everything. Yes. Red Elston, your thoughts? <laughs> no, I was just actually you looking up. seeing that thing swimming around and around? Yes. Uh. Maybe we could reach in and make it drown. Just, they, I don't know. bothers me when you get white people who are the most entitled. To, what of it? To, to rip it's, off. To, I don't know. To, to, to diminish or stereotype another culture. I'm just huh. like, man, we need some comeuppance. Yeah, we agreed. We yeah, agreed for entirely. It. And like, uh, I have nothing to do with either side. Like, I. That's we're the gener- way I we're generations separated from like the worst things that we did right. as a race. So it's like I can't get in that mindset. But when I see this stuff, I am still like. Can we please stop doing that? I like, I like, There's so many things to make fun of. Some of this stuff I yeah. really like. I'm still trying to burn through these. Is that, pre- yeah, here we are. Is that, pre- is that 19, post-1959? Uh, 55, when, isn't it? When was Lady in the Tramp made? I want to uh, say I don't want to add... Like, for people that have had a hard know. life from every minority... Like, it doesn't matter. From everyone... Yeah. Everyone is at a hard time. Mm-hmm. And it's not to say, like, white people don't grow up with their own hardships. Because mm-hmm. it's like, if you grow up in a depressed area... Being like you're human sucks. You're going to have your own problems. But, like... Uh, just historically, it's like I don't want to add to someone else's well, suffering by making true. some stupid joke that and they're like, I didn't want to walk on the sidewalk and get called something just because my skin is a color or, right. or uh. I like this religion. It's just like, I'd rather make fun of you because your shoes are stupid. Like, <laughs> or, or that's and a so, dumb haircut. And like, that's why the class war is better than the Yes, race the class war. war. I was, if you're poor, you're a piece of well, shit. But that's why I don't want your <laughs> When Brett, says, when Brett says he's on, like, no. I, he's not on either side, I'm not, <laughs> no. I'm not, a, I'm not a repressed minority and I'm not a racist. I'm a poor fucking middle class. I'm a poor per- human being, and that makes me yeah, less like, like, human I, being. like I don't. I, don't, I, don't, I, I have nothing white, to do with this fight. Your civil rights are like none of that concerns me because like I'm fucking depressed and going nowhere and filled with hopelessness on a regular basis. <laughs> like, I, like, what, like, so what? It's like uh, uh, some guy called me a naughty name. Like, I guess, but like, dude, I have no hope either. This is just America. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome. I was looking in. I was trying to so find dystopian. out where the where the ste- Mexican, the lazy Mexican stereotype where did that came come from? from. And I found a story about a BBC. Like uh, oh, the BBC God. had to apologize. Um, I'm getting this from the the site is uh, Flagler Live. I don't know. Flagler. Flagler. I went to that college for a second. Uh, basically, uh, the stereotype was so well entrenched by the late 19th century, the New York Times referred to lazy Mexicans in a headline story about New Mexico in 1879. Wow. By the 1920s, Texas Congressman John Box would go on the floor of the House of Representatives and call for restrictions on Mexican immigration by describing Mexicans as this blend of low-grade Spaniard, peonized Indian, Indian and slave, which mixes with... Negroes, mulattoes, and, oh my god, and other Boy, you mongrels. Are right. mulattoes free to be mixed with? Like they're, isn't that I, if I was John idea? Box, I consider them a lost cause. It's just like showing that, like that, <laughs> that 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 that, god, that, uh, that stereotype goes back really far. That's crazy. Like, yeah, I didn't that's pre. Went back that's that far. pre. Right. That's what I don't understand because I, I've worked with tons of Mexicans. Like I can't work they that fucking hard. I can't work that hard ever. Yes. No. No, but absolutely. Brett, did you say Indian and slave? Let's start with slave. <laughs> Jesus, slave! Uh, what a transition! Oh wait! Oh come on, really? Yes. This one is debatable, and I like the subtle ones. This is King Louis from the Jungle Book. I know. Oof. 
he is a chimpanzee. Right. What style of music is he singing? Jazz scat. So, okay, so you have you have a chimpanzee scatting. He's doing a traditionally black chimpanzee music. scat made me laugh. Okay, fine. Like the character seems to fit that kind of style of music fine, but what does King Louis want? Sure do. Good. And old King Louis, that's me, can fix it for you. Have two bananas. This is given. Have we got a deal? Yes, yeah, sir. I'll do it. I'll do anything to stay in the jungle. Well, then, I'll lay it on the line for you. <laughs> can do. Now, I'm the king of the swingers, oh, the jungle VIP. I've reached the top and had to stop, and that's what's bothering me. I want to be a man, man cub, and stroll right into town and be just like the other men. Uh, I'm tired of walking around. Oh, ooby-doo. Uh, I want to be like you. He wants, oh, my God. He wants dude. to be like other men and walk in town. I want to be like you. I want to walk like you. Talk like you. You'll see it's true. An ape like me. A jazzy a ape like him couldn't be like a my, human. My grim is wincing. Tyler's putting this in a weird context. These Come are, on, these are characters from. But listening to that, there's it's I don't know. It's difficult for me to see it in either context than what Tyler's trying to present because it's like, okay, one, it's Disney flirting with like a I black could, form of music, right? And which is which is come on, that has to be a good thing. It's infl- it's bringing it to a, a larger audience. It's a jazzy a, a jazzy chimpanzee who wants to okay. be like real people. I know, yes. and I will apologize to Death Music, <laughs> so I, I I'm apologizing real for people, my apologies. He wants to be white. That's this is the fu- that's the story. That that is the story. Of Roger Kipling's Jungle Book, <laughs> there is a King Louis character who wants to be a man because that, I mean that's that's obviously Ape's next progression, or well not really. You know you what? Split off from Ape's. I get that. <laughs> I understand. Let's just go to something that has that you cannot apologize right. for. We're gonna go to Peter Pan. Oh, Teach him, pale face brother, <laughs> all about red man. Good. This should be most enlightening. Uh, what makes the red man red? When did he first say up? First say up. Why does he ask you how? Why does he ask you how? <laughs> They're literally red. <laughs> I've never seen any of these things, so this is like all really weird to me. Now the kids are passing around a peace pipe, and he just went green from smoking it. Sounds like Gilligan's Island. It's a catchy song. Such a great sequence. But it's literally red Indians with feathers in their hair. Squad, no, get him fired. Get him fired. It'd work if I could see it, I think. (laughs) All, All the Indians are... Like weirdly proportioned, where it's like little white windy like, and their hair are covering their eyes. Oh, I think I know where this is going. They look like people indigenous to the continent. But like they all it's, look it's horrible. It's making them look like cartoon characters instead of people, whereas the yes. Peter Pan yes. they look yes. like people. That's okay. the kicker. Okay, Absolutely. that is a good. 
This is they, a little they harder. They feel so defend. entitled to stylize the people that exactly. aren't white. They've and been, it's like if you're black, or you're whereas Wendy you look is like the bizarre. ideal human yes, figure. Yes, and all the white people look semi-human. And everybody that's like you know Japanese or of any other nation is like, well, we're going to go stylistically so, off the rails with them and make them look really yeah. I visually entertaining. I know. I understand that. Like, I understand that. It's just like how, how much lamer would it look if? <laughs> yes. But yeah, but then why? <laughs> but then, like, the, like if we if we make entertainment on. on those that you cannot afford. No, but yeah, but, then, the but, song, then, but this, then why weren't the white people with a bunch of character, you know, distorted that white fucking people? Kid, that kid whose voice cracked was a giant fat kid with butt teeth, and he said, well, "I'm extra red, man." It's because he's a big fat idiot, and if you're a fat kid, that's a <sighs> that's a slightly less tiered right, yes. offense. Yeah. So they made fun of fat kids, and then fine, they had fine. literally From here red on out, Indians. Look, this is hard to defend, but it sounds like Mike Grimm wants all his cartoons to be animated by The Sims. <laughs> and, that, and if that's that's just something you as a cartoon that you're getting you, you, so worked up because it's Disney stuff. Right. I don't. Yep. Yes, yes, not, yes, it's not yes, that it's Disney yes. stuff. It's like I've never even thought of it yeah. from the perspective of like you saying like they're they're drawn somewhat monstrably. They're kind of monsters, and, and like monsters. and I think that makes them look awesome. It, it does, but, but at the expense. But like, but like also like Lilo and Stitch, it makes all the Hawaiian people look like goofy, like stylized, like sexy. They don't, they don't look right? like I don't know. They don't look well, like kind right. of. They have these weird proportions Attractive. that exaggerate. Stylizing people based upon their racial their background yeah. is strange. It's okay, only strange. It's, it's only fine if you do it for everybody, right? right. And, and, then you're main, fine. and then when your main protagonist is almost universally Caucasian or white, and then they look normal, least weird. It's like <laughs> right, yeah. When they're normal, right? And then every, <laughs> that's it. I like Lilo and Stitch. So we're right. leaving cartoons now, but I just want to play. Chucky, uh, Flintstones Plus, again. I are recommending a ten easy Browns family plan. This the episode, the first now the season. whole pitch in this too is that this guy, the whole like trend of karate or taekwondo or whatever that I'm sure Chudo. it was big in America though, is that he is attempting to chisel money out of white people by taking so his course by selling them exactly. belts. Right. So yeah. there is a that's 19, the whole pitch. Nineteen sixty episode of the Flintstones, and <laughs> I think we'll just like we'll go. Before we go into the next uh, yeah. segment of this, we're going to end it with, we're getting out of cartoons, 1961, famous film, Breakfast at Tiffany's. Oh, oh wow. Oh, yeah. my. Are we going to get into that in the next, next segment? That's a film I love. I'm going to, we're going to, we're going to end this segment with that, I think, because it relates oh, okay. so much to that 1960s Flintstones episode. It's like, wow, that's kind of racist against Japanese people. Breakfast at Tiffany's. No is, one brings this up anymore. Is probably yeah. I, I or this part of it, like up. you, you brought it up to me. I'm like, oh my god, you're right. I had completely forgotten about this. Yeah. Like it's unbelievably racist. Like a, a relatively oh, and every other thing we've depicted at least has the distinction: the person depicting it is dead. This person, <laughs> no, this person is not dead. This is Mickey Rooney. He's still alive. Playing oh boy. Mr. Yunioshi, the Japanese landlord with buck teeth. In his mouth, and uh, here he is now. Uh, Audrey Hepburn, who I would marry her if she were like alive in the same age as she was in this movie, but uh, she comes I think in. Marry is the word you were looking for. She comes in. <laughs> what? Nothing. I totally missed that. Me too. She comes in, and uh, she always loses her keys, so she has to buzz him to get in. Her landlord. Oh, rules key. Oh, he's rudely awakened. And he hit his, like, paper lantern. He did hit his head on his paper lantern that is hanging right above his bed. God, it sounds like that blowjob video. 
Her name is Miss Miss Go Lightly, yes. by the way. So this guy wants you. to rape her. Really, Harry? Harry was the other guy. Yeah, I'm good. Sid. Sid Arbuck. You like me, remember? Mr. Go Lightly! I broke this! Oh, darling, I am sorry. I lost my key. But that was two weeks ago. You oh cannot go on and keep ringing my bell. You disturb me. You must have a key made. But it won't do any good. I just lose them all. Come on, baby. You like makeup. You know you do. I worship you, Mr. Arbuck. Night, Mr. Arbuck. Well, baby, wait a minute. What is this? You like me. I'm a liked guy. You like me, baby. You know you do. Didn't I pick up the check for five people? Your friends? I never seen them before. He and sure when you ask for a little change for the powder room, what do I give you? So we act in the sixties. Now doesn't that give me some rights? In thirty seconds, I got to call the police. All the time with disturbance. I cannot sleep. I got to get to my rest. I'm an artist. So what does he want from her? What does he want from Audrey Hepburn? Dear little man, I won't do it again. Money. You promise not to be angry. I might let you take those pictures we mentioned. Oh. When? Sometime. Anytime. Good night. (laughs) (laughs) He just wants to take nude pictures of her because what are the Japanese other than perverts? I. (laughs) He's a man. And uh, later she has a uh, quite a raucous party. And he calls. Yes. Let's go, Lizzie! This time I'm warning you! I am definitely this time going to call in the police! And he's definitely wearing those large circular glasses. Yeah, 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 yeah. Apparently yeah. He actually looks too. exactly like the character in the one year before Flintstones episode. He looks exactly... Mickey Rooney has been right. made up to yeah. look like the cartoon he's got, character. He's got small bathroom tiles like right oh, yes. up the lip. so bad. It's like, one, you have him playing a Japanese person. Yep. It's like, okay, one, that's that's a step. That's right. Yep, it's basically the Japanese version of blackface. And it? then on top of that... Yeah, let's put these giant buck teeth in his face. Yep, sure, why not? Why? So, put those glasses on him, make him incapable of pronouncing R's, despite the fact <laughs> he's probably lived in New York for his entire life. Uh, but he will go to uh, call Paris. Yes. <laughs> oh, man. I, I really need to work on my Japanese impression, I feel like, after all this. This is so done so yeah, well. You're, you're, oh. I'm going to call this time, I really... It's just like... But just Mickey Rooney doing that unironically, like, the Say movie... Mickey or Miraki? Me Reiki. Okay. <laughs> me Reiki Rooney. Yes. Looney. Sorry, I meant Looney. Uh, but it's great, too, because you know that uh, in that period they made no, absolutely no distinction between Chinese or Japanese or nope. Korean people. No, no, no. Or no Vietnamese. Idea. So everybody was lumped into that wonderful that sort of vaguely Asian earlier. It was like It was that uncommon. And finally, when, when like America decided... I mean, this is not a... America becoming unracist and uh, accepting other cultures, it became they started selling their fucking movies to other people. Yeah. And once those movies started going over there, like, this is an unflattering depiction of a Chinese person clearly doing a Japanese accent. Why would anybody in our country want to see this? Yep. That's what really got rid of this shit, because we mm. still do offensive shit like this all the time. So yeah. the almighty dollar, basically... I think so. I think that's, that's, I think that's where most political that's correctness comes money. from. Like, not offending people who are buying stuff. That's but, an interesting uh, way to look at it. That, and that's know. why I get a little pissed, and I like to make silly jokes. And that's why, I, like, I, I do get some naughty. I love old entertainment period, like even more so than I would like to watch new stuff. But there's something I no longer have that, like, oh, I hope my parents don't catch me watching Sliver. <laughs> it's it's it, I get that I get that naughty feeling. I watch porn all the time on my phone. Like I, this, I feel naughty watching. No, it's weird though because it's not even pure. Like it's 1961. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like. 
you should like that's what makes this the best example of what we're talking about mm-hmm. is they should have known better yeah. in 1961 yeah, to have Mickey Rooney put on buck teeth and go Grandi. While we're talking about this though, let's not forget the 19 late 1980s wow. film Remo Williams, Remo Williams, where Joel Gray was the in adventure begins. Asian face, Do you have a that white too? man playing a Korean kung fu master who is teaching a white guy that how to do martial phenomenal. arts. And this is like late that's, 80s. You know what? In the next segment, and, uh, before mm-hmm. sorry, Oscar nominated for the makeup. They yeah. nominated this fucking movie this for white an guy. Oscar for a white guy in his yellow face makeup. Like yeah. awesome. Uh, however, white guys, great like, job. okay, an unflattering depiction of an Asian person. That movie does, however, progressively have a very, very positive depiction of dogs. <laughs> like they're, they're, okay, they're, they're really smart. Those dogs movies. were those amazing. dogs are amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, that clip is on YouTube. You have to see it. It's we're the gonna, greatest man versus dog scene. <laughs> we're going to talk more about yeah. having never having never seen Remo Williams. That was magical. I'm glad. I'm really glad. Uh, in the next segment, so many more, and none of them are cartoons. Get ready for it. That's going to be <laughs> why so racist, Chris. Sorry. We'll close that with something of the era. How about that? Will we? Yeah, I'm going to find something from the L.A. Noir soundtrack. Okay, good. <laughs> be right back. It'll be in vain. what is this life? If there's no chow No more chow mein, yakamain, a bean sprout. No more lychee, not the wonton soup. No more Louie, bring a bowl of suey. No more kissing in the yellow boot. Oh, well, y'all, I want to thank y'all for stopping on by Laser Time and listening to the racist episode. That's real sweet, y'all. Yeah, unfortunately brought to you by MrDandy.com. Um, um, yes, on this Laser Time episode, we're t- discussing the tough issues, but I want to plug a couple things first. Uh, what do we got? What's our website, uh, Mr. Wild? All right, that's LaserTimePodcast.com. Ooh, that's nice. And where can people review us in five-star us at Tyler Wild? On iTunes, that, I guess. That is iTunes, indeed. And you have to also go to lasertime.com and do your Amazon shopping through us. We'll be highlighting deals every week and giving away a free T-shirt. Speaking of, speaking of giving away free T-shirts, shirts. Uh, we've been giving away Batman shirts just for plugging us on Twitter using the hashtag LaserTime. And this week, we our winners are Carlos, Chris, Brian, Jegster, and Turbo. You won yourselves a Batman T-shirt. Yeah, how, how about, about that? Well, golly. God dang. Huh? Yeah, and that's right. If you comment on the Amazon article, you can win yourself a Laser Time T-shirt available in the Laser Time store. And the colors and designs of your choice, my, this this future is fascinating. As we mass communicate all throughout the world wide webs, uh, I'd also like to plug uh, donations. You can donate to Laser Time at lasertimepodcast.com through PayPal, such as such fine users as David H, Taylor F, and Evan this week. Thank you very much for your kind donations to. LaserTimePodcast.com Helping us mass communicate Alright, now be, I would be remiss Tyler Wilde if I didn't uh, Remiss if I didn't uh, give a shout out to LaserTime's fine sponsor this week MrDandy.com MrDandy.com is home of Sculpture artist James Halcola He makes some of the really cool toys Model kits and figures, some of it you can assemble Customize and paint any way you like There is even some 8-bit eight retro there is even some 8-bit retro game inspired stuff. We know you laser kiddies like the like the 8-bit stuff. Uh, ain't that right, Halloween? Uh, game. That's right, Mr. Dandy. If you if you if you put a uh, laser time in your in your receipt code on your PayPal's, 
you can get a free laser time gift from MrDandy.com. So thank you very much for supporting MrDandy.com. Please make sure to check out LazerTimePodcast.com all week. Right now we are running a contest where if you make your action figures, your Spider-Mans, and your Master Chefs look like the Phonicating, win a game of your choice. We that's call just it, That's right. We, we call it Sex Toy Story 2012, baby. 2012. So that's LazerTimePodcast.com. Keep it there all week, bitches. Back to the show. Players of time, second segment. All aboard! God, are you guys all done with your Asian impressions? We can kick off laser time again. I came out of the bathroom and it, just, it sounded like a talk, <laughs> it sounded like a Japanese talk show circuit, it's like just a Sea Balance Tonight like show. Nobody, nobody talks like nobody like, talks like, like, like nobody looks or talks or acts Flintstone. like this ever. Like that's uh. why it's like so easy to make fun of because it's absolutely like so ridiculous. Yes. And anyone who believes that or thinks that way is absolutely insane. Yes. Yes. Well, and, and you are so ignorant. If I would you like think to that think way. We're not, it's unbelievable. We're not making fun of any the minorities being portrayed here, but the people yes. portraying. Yes, exactly. Such, Thank you. It's such a so are you horrible mindset. Again? Just that Mickey Rooney had to explain this one day. Does, did he have to? Well, he must have. Yeah, I, I can't imagine. Some, well, then, then he's like an old man, and you're like, you know, your grandfather's racist as shit. You don't oh, bring yeah, it. but it's really, like it's time to for you to learn that, your error, uh, error of your ways. Just I, to, to have that on the record, like, literally, on, the, honest, literally yeah. on film, like, you playing a Japanese guy going, <laughs> oh, this is correct, <laughs> but I swear you get that. Call the police. <laughs> you get that a fall at the because, like, my grandfather was like this old Norwegian guy, and it's like, Ever since then, I'm the most racist dude I ever met. In my life. Like, I want. I want to elaborate. But who, he, who does he hate the most that you find? He hated black people the most. Period. Is there an, a bizarre like someone we didn't even realize was even a minority since he's Norwegian? Yes, that was the kicker, which always made me chuckle. Was that he hated the Finnish and the <laughs> Swedish? He had specific racial hates for each of them that were very compartmentalized and had specific yeah, characteristics. We, it's the like pagan fucks like. <laughs> Other people's racism, like from other countries, <laughs> is so weird. I go back to Canada and I'll be with like my drunk ass uncle who's talking about the Pakis, and I'm like, "What? You you guys hate Pakistanis here? Like it it's so weird to yeah. watch other people's racism. Like it just accentuates how absurd it is. Yes, exactly because it's not something you and know. It's usually, it's the usually rooted of. in some like shared like a time period where it's like I get why people a hundred years ago. Mm-hmm. Like, I get why there's a lot of people who, who harbored a lot of Japanese resentment because, like, well, I was in a POW camp in Japan, mm-hmm. or my grandfather sure. was a soldier killed sure. by a Japanese, you know, yeah. and right. that, that can just sting through generations. Like, I get it, but it's like, it's almost been a hundred years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, you look, Let yeah. that shit like, go. When the Japanese cars came to the American market for the first time in, like, you know, the mm-hmm. uh, mid-60s or whatever, mm-hmm. it was just like, there were, I remember in the early 80s when it was very clear that American, or yeah. Japanese cars were way better than American yes. cars forever. Yeah. There was a rumor amongst the American car makers that I think that was substantiated by the American car makers where it was, Japanese cars are made of recycled beer cans because they're cheap <laughs> and they're awful. And it was just like, because 
racism. And it's yeah. just like it works when you need it to work. If you need an excuse for why your shit sucks, come uh, up with racism. Why am I repairing this Camaro every six months? <laughs> what the hell? This IROC is uh, made out of recycled beer cans. Keep, I, I was, God, I just needed a specific car part and I could have continued with carburetor. Carburetor. A carburetor. Carburetor. Yeah, I got this chrome carburetor. Let's I, say transmission or spark plug. Spark, spark plug. plug. Can I say manifold? All of which were made in Japan. Drive train. Uh, regardless Drive of the man. brand that you're buying. Drive train. That was the that was uh, the band Ford in was Lost, made right? in Japan. What? That was Charlie's <laughs> band. Charlie's band in Lost was Charlie Drive Train. Tri- actually, Drive the irony is your Japanese cars are made in America now. Is the actual yeah, situation? Yeah, it's true. Huh? <laughs> uh, let's Sorry. move on to what's the film Asahi comes from we Canada. Like. Mm. We like John Hughes. Yeah. Oh God! <laughs> wow. All right. Chris already All knows. Right. Yeah. Man, Chris is getting tattooed over this. Yeah. This is... Well, I just we this hasn't been brought up in the context. It of should the episode. be because I, I something disagree. we got shit for in Talk Radar was mm. playing a gong sound. Yes. Uh, every time we mentioned something Asian, and it was a joke. <laughs> no, no, it was when we played like a, usually a super English quote. Yes. Well, John Hughes did it well before us yes. in Sixteen Candles. Is this a Genesis? <laughs> <laughs> For real, right? This is the foreign exchange student. Ooh, Shinobi. <laughs> Very clever dinner. Appetizing food fitting neatly into interesting uh, round pie. It's Not cute. round eye, my dear. Round pie. How do you spell? Well, you don't spell it, son. You eat it. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, yeah, sell me a gremlin. A short time frame. <laughs> I think we could all help him assimilate. Oh. <laughs> Long Duck Dong is about your age, Sam. His Long name is Long Duck, Duck Dong. I love a visiting with a grandma and a grandpa and uh, writing letters to parents and <clears throat> pushing lawn mowing machines so grandpa's hyena don't get disturbed. Oh, now who's racist? Hernia! <laughs> oh, yes, yes, yes. Indeedy, he, he does the dishes and helps with the laundry, you betcha. <laughs> May I be excused? Where are you going? I have a dance to go to. Let's go. Go to a dance. Important. It's a very important. I don't dance. know if this is sixteen uh, candles or pretty in pink. I don't know either. Jim, wait it a minute. I have candles. a okay. wonderful idea. Would you like to go to the dance with Sam? <laughs> wow! <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> Oh, cue the party oh. music. And here he goes to the dance and introduce. he's dancing with a woman like twice as tall as him. Because uh, they're short. Because they're short. <laughs> wow. And he's little right. bitch What's by the name? specials. I'm a dog. What's your first name? Long. Well, long dog. What's your middle name? Wang. Duck. Long duck dong. His face are in his boo her boobs. Nobody's caught me yet. Huh? You big teaser, huh? <laughs> no. I'm in the 40 and by flat. Flat? <sighs> Other than that scene, every scene he's in is introduced with the gong. Every scene. Yeah. Every scene. And that's uh, Gere Watanabe. I believe. Watanabe? Uh, who, or Watanabe. Who is it? Probably correct. Ken Watanabe? No. no get it. It's uh, racist, Mike. Who has voice Ken Watanabe. Now. <laughs> but he's playing a Chinese guy. Clearly he's, um, he's, he has a lot of self-respect because he's voice acted in Mulan 2, Kim Possible, <laughs> and uh, 
and Family Guy. Mm. Uh, probably always doing always that character. the same probably. character. So wait, did they say he's Chinese in the sh- in that movie? They didn't really say his name. Well, it doesn't matter. All the same. I was gonna say, like, oh, it's very clearly Laotian. His name's Long Duck. I just can't. I don't but, like know. if it were reversed, like I know this isn't a quite apt analogy, but it's like, yeah, I, I can't think of it. I'm like, you know, like. Some other thing where it's like you have like an Australian guy playing an American or something. And it's yeah. Like, yeah, it's not quite the same because there's no sting there. Cause right, it's like, exactly. It's like, yeah. well, we own everything. What do you? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's like this. Though it's just why I'm like that's just. But he's doing a stereotype with a gong uh, every time he appears. I just, God damn it! Uh, Caused so a, much grief around I'm, this planet already. Can we do something I have, else? I have, for real. I have talked about this many, many times. But when I was I was uh. homeless for a bit, staying with Tyler Nagata. <laughs> Uh, and he showed me this anime, and he's like, I gotta warn you, it's racist. I'm oh, like, yeah. Dude, you know me, I play like, uh, I love racist depictions of people. Like, uh, whatever the Japanese can throw at me, I'm always down. It's like, no, it's really racist. And it it was called Ping Pong Club. I've always wanted to play a clip, but you'd never be able to know it was an American by the audio alone. Uh, yeah, their American friend in the Ping Pong Club was giant, uh, hairy, and smelled horribly. And, and like, wait, did the Japanese think we smell bad? And I was like, yeah, the Japanese think Americans stink. This is awesome. Know, I've never I, been stereotyped before. This is fantastic. But see, that's even worse see that more. we want to be made fun of. I do. <laughs> I desire it. I do. <laughs> Any kind of attention is good. If I haven't made that very clear by like, my multiple podcasts. I'm all podcasts for comeuppance <laughs> and getting lampooned <laughs> the Odyssey, by man. things, but yeah. Yeah, but any any lampooning is just like foolish. We're like yeah. Yeah. we're like the like just like clever school bully who's like no. Oh, you're making fun of me now? Ha! <laughs> no. That's what I wanted. I wanted attention anyway. You have the yeah. you have, like, you, I beat up all of you and then in other you cinema guys there's me the attention. there's ha. the loud Texan in the bolo tie. The ivory merchant. But, like, none of that's offensive to anyone. <laughs> Fuck now! How I, dare you! You make fun of my hometown! And then when you beat him, he pulls his and head off and throws it the ground and jumps up and down on it. By the way, if, if any of you listening wear a bolo tie, please stop. Please uh, stop doing that. Actually, Don't. keep doing it. Don't! I, I've I, had to wear a bolo tie a few times. Really? Oh, Do yeah. not. Was it for wear a, a hootenanny or a shindig? It was for a shindig. <laughs> Don't wear a bolo tie. There was a lot tie. of tomfoolery that night. I don't want to talk it up too much. I want to get I want to get more subtle now. Okay. This is a showdown. I'm telling you, the South crept up into Southern Illinois, man. Oh. I've seen someone throw their hat, their cowboy hat on. <laughs> now, they didn't step on it, but what they do. <laughs> they yes. It's at a baseball game, a little league baseball game where their kid loses. He throws his hat worse. off and then just oh, starts kicking the dust at his <laughs> He was kicking dust. God damn it. That's even better. <laughs> Tell me you're supposed to lead the ball. You ain't supposed to let the ball come to you. You're supposed to run up on it. Uh, Kicking dust you don't up on to, it. Was Referee. There, was there an expletive you used, like, consarnate or snakes alive? No, it's always any? just, God damn it. God, God, God damn, damn it. And then just yelling at the umpire. And just the umpire's got that giant, like, <laughs> like gymnastic equipment hanging off of his chest. <laughs> Oh, uh, God. Um, yes, yeah, so, uh, wow. the, the South. He's, man, got, he's got the chest plate of beef ranks. That, uh, <laughs> we should do a whole episode on white people stereotypes. God, it's just, uh, uh, Southern thing's hilarious. the only thing I got because it's. I, uh, I don't know. I'm not from the true South, but white like, people like. It really crept up. Yeah, so that's like, pretty much Vampire it. Weekend in the Wire there. Dis- happy? <laughs> done. <laughs> <laughs> Panic at the disco. Panic at the disco. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I'm not uh, proud of those either. I don't appreciate those. Jackie Chan <laughs> stuff. White people. I love Jackie Chan. I know you do. You're white. Yeah. <laughs> <true>. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't remember. And somebody like at one of Lizzie's parties, one of all of her Filipino yeah. friends, yeah. and some of them were like, "Man, you guys are so white." They said, "I don't know what we were doing, but it was something like a liquor we were drinking or something." It's like that's white people stuff. Yeah, no, somebody, I was somebody like, ran and got me. Or, or is that part of the story? I don't know what at, the, at like the same party. Like um, you know, I just meeting these people, and they're they're all they're all nice. A uh, li- bunch of Lizzie's friends. These people. Now I feel like... <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can't even get to, Like, I'm just meeting these people for the first time. There's some of Lizzie friends. And, then like, they're all fucking awesome. And then, like, all of a sudden, somebody runs upstairs to get me who I don't know. And, uh, like, hey, Chris, can we get you down here Oh, yeah, I remember Can we this. get you down here? Um, like, uh, oh, yeah, sure. It's, uh, I just love to be wanted. This, I, I was so happy. And he's like, <laughs> uh, can you figure out how to get this liquor out of the bottle? And I'm like... Oh yeah, you pour it. Oh, that doesn't work, does it? Um, no, I guess you hit this button. Oh, there it goes. It's like, see, I told you I had to get a white guy. He'd figure out how to. <laughs> to figure, it was like a beverage that like only a white guy could surmount or something like that. And I was, <laughs> what I was, was that a bottle of? I don't know, but it, it, like if you turn the bottle upside down, like shit didn't come out. Right. And uh, yeah, it had some apparatus which who the fuck would pay for that? White people, white people, <laughs> white people. Who the fuck? Who's white? Just... White people will figure out this exactly. bullshit. Thing. Like, exactly. Can I get a corkscrew? Anybody else? Corkscrew? No, not a corkscrew. This weird crab leg thing that pulls the cork <laughs> out. Yes. Anybody who like who would buy a, a fucking liquor like Goldschläger, some cheap shit, yeah. atomic yeah. fireball God. flavored oh, Goldschläger. After white shock. people. White people. They also uh, invented the uh, the orbits and dipping dots and anything you can anything <laughs> normal you can eat in a stupid way. White people. God. Yes. Man, dipping dots. Uh, I'm really putting. It was this. ice cream of the future in the 90s, and yes. now it's totally now gone. It's retro ice cream of the future. <laughs> so, is it retro now, or is it still not happened yet? That's what I'm not sure know. about. I don't know. Can, uh, I'll go uh, when I go back to Tallahassee. I'll dig. Up, I'll, I'll, I'll dig up some of the foundation in the dead mall, and I'm sure underneath exactly. all this putt putt golf balls, there's this. Do you know? Do you know what? <laughs> this is amazing. When I was home, this is an other white people thing yes. when I was home last Christmas <laughs> where the Dippin' Dots place used to be mm. was a disaster prevention store <laughs> <laughs> and it had like a bunch I'm not a, people I, are so worried about disasters I'm not kidding at all it was completely barren except for stacks of what I thought were prop crates with disaster kits in them <laughs> but they say like pla- like Sumerian rat monkey and all and written on each of the crates were like different disasters that are predicted to happen <laughs> as if if you're worried about planet X colliding with Earth you want to buy this one if you're worried about earthquakes get this one one of them really? just said Al Qaeda <laughs> oh my god and oh my god this is real this is real and I wanted to take a picture except because that that's like a Reddit gold mine yes. if I could get that up yes. but the old one no one shopping in it mm-hmm. two. Only thing in there other than these crates were two surly white guys, like that just look like they just pound creatine all day, mm-hmm. just standing with their arms crossed, staring right at the entrance. So it's like if I try to take a picture, they're gonna see me. Hey, what are you doing out there? Just taking a picture of your store. Get out! Like they just come over here and chase <laughs> me down. Like I, I imagine them as two guys like who are still upset how Y two K went down so well. Oh yes, <laughs> yes. Like I made a tweet of it somewhere around December. Like here's the list of disasters I just saw prevention kits yeah. for, and it was like 
all this insane stuff, and I'm like, yes, that is you know, such a redneck thing. Y2K uh, didn't happen, but the good news is I got a bunker. So <laughs> I got a bunker. Got a bunker I and wish I had a bunker. Now, now I got to eat these MREs for Thanksgiving. <laughs> Chicken a la king again. God damn it. <laughs> Eating rations I lo- constantly. I'm getting a little tired of these crunchy peas. <laughs> 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 You repeat your own joke. I'm sorry. I, wanna... I, feel, I feel like I deserve God. some award for crunchy peas. <laughs> you do. <laughs> uh, I've got more like super obvious stuff, but I w- this is a little bit more subtle. This is something pointed out. There was like a, mm-hmm. uh, a website that was like Asians for like media. Fa- I don't know. It was something about. Like, I couldn't be bothered. I couldn't. I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't be bothered to know what those Asians were talking somebody about. Somebody trying to keep me from my Charlie Chan. Movie. But what they said is <laughs> they, were, they were talking Another about my dad's favorites. I know. <laughs> they were talking about Asian stereotypes in Hollywood films, and one of them was uh-huh. that Asian men are like they have no sexual prowess and like are just. Are oh just, yeah, like, yeah. And I'm like, oh. That is kind of a thing. Like, what's a good example? And I found Showdown in Little Tokyo, uh, which stars Dolph Lundgren yep. as the hero yep. and Brandon Bruce Lee, Bruce Lee's son. Oh, wow. As the sidekick. The crow? The yes. crow. Here's, uh, here's where they meet. Please do it! Brandon Lee meeting Dolph Lundgren. Cinematic moment. Yeah. All right, say it. Asian Task Force. <laughs> They're on the Asian Task Force, of course. Com- Asian. Are they made up of Asians country. or do they combat Asians? <laughs> what the they, fuck is that? <laughs> they combat Asians. Okay, I, think. I see. Mm-hmm. Nelson sent me. I'm your new partner. Oh, really? Well, it looks like they all got away. Good job, officer. You know all that upper body strength? That really slows you down. I'm well, not slow. You didn't hit me. Well, if I did, you wouldn't be here. I'm not arguing. So Dolph Lundgren's huge, mm-hmm. and Brandon Lee's making fun of his uh, upper body strength. And then the Asian villain oh, rapes God. a white woman <laughs> and then cuts off her head. So this is him raping the white woman. Should not be this hard. Oh, yeah, he's totally doing her. Ugh. Boobs are out and everything. Oh, that's... A robot? <laughs> well, he's an evil Asian man. Oh, there goes her head. Now, the point I want to get to, the, the funniest <laughs> is that thing... You should have been watching that. Is that you should have been watching that because yes. there was no sound there. Um, is that Dolph, or don't watch it at all. <laughs> Dolph Lundgren in Little Tokyo. Uh-huh. In the end, like the evil Asian guy rapes a white woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dolph Lundgren teams up with Brandon Lee. Uh, and Dolph Lundgren saves the day, gets with the Asian girl, and then Brandon Lee's like a cute little puppy that like follows along. Here's like the end of the movie. That's the bad guy dying. I love oh, and by the way, as fireworks, as as he walks away, all the Japanese people bow to Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> So is he on a wheel spinning with fireworks? Is that how the guy died? Yeah. That's pretty bad. Yeah. So, like, here's this giant white guy taking the little, like, uh, you know, this is also sexist, like, just, like, helpless Asian girl. Just taking her away because he saved her. What's an Asian fusion? 
Hi. <laughs> Pan Asian cuisine. Call this the police report. How about community relations? Yeah. Well, we blew up the crime scene, we killed the suspects, and joined the local parade. I like it. <laughs> Here comes the theme song. Freeze frame. And then Living we- in a bit. Ma- <laughs> it was like 1991. One time I went to a video store wanting to rent uh, Big Trouble in Little China. Mm-hmm. See, that's a good movie. And though. because I was stupid, somehow picked up Showdown in Little Tokyo. <laughs> I, think, I think they were depending on that. Very bad yes. movie. It's like how I ended up seeing Paranormal Entity on Netflix yes. instead of Paranormal Activity. And I'm like, I don't know, that's a white guy on the cover, but he's got his shirt off. That looks like another guy from another movie. Not Jack <laughs> Burton. Yeah, and then, then I get home Russian. and I watch this. Like Jack when I watch Burton, <laughs> when I wanted to watch uh, Hard to ki- Wait, Hard, hard to, to Kill, Hard to hard kill. Target, hard, hard Target, Hard to Kill, Seagal. Damn it, no. <laughs> What's uh, the movie with Yes, They Deserve to Die and Hope They Burn in Hell? Uh oh, Heart No, A Time to Kill, A Time to Kill. Yeah. So I, we, my friend and I wanted to go rent A Time to Kill because, like, man, that line I want to see it in context. So we go and we see Time to Kill. Huh, I didn't think Nicolas Cage was in this movie. <laughs> oh, goodness. And we get it back, and it's just a movie called Time to Kill. And you, <laughs> lucked, and you lucked out. Starring Nicolas Cage. You got a non-preachy, no John, Gr- a John Grisham-free movie. I know, I know. You got so lucky. Oh, man. I have a few more. Wait, let me... What's up? The ones that require explanation, let me just avoid those for a second and okay. just go straight to Transformers 2. Oh, fuck yeah. Yep. Yep. Flap and skids. Uh, yes. I had yes. never heard these two. I'm hearing you, okay? I'm right here and I can hear you. No one's popping any caps in any asses, okay? I've had a hell of a day. Why don't you get a haircut with your bitch ass? Go on to your uh, get a haircut with I just, your bitch I love ass. pointing out that that's the voice of SpongeBob. That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, Screaming like all I don't know shit. how you could think that those are not racist. Like those, one of them has a gold tooth. It's, yes, no, it is. It's unbelievably a, the most. Those like, are jigaboo pandering black shit in like robots. fucking two decades. And then, and it's in a fucking movie that came okay. out not three years ago. There, there's not three years ago. Two black robots saying things like "pop a cap in your bitch ass." And then, what is what is the one thing that these two robots just can't do? Oh Break God! Breakdance. They can't read. Hey, you know the glyphs? The sim- these, the symbols that have been rattling around in my head? Ooh, that, that's old school, yo. That, that's like, that's a cybertone. Ah! Oh, that's some serious stuff right there. They gotta mean something, like a message, or a, a, like, a, like a map. Like a map to an energon source. Can you read this? Read? No, we don't really do much reading. Not so much. Well, if you can't read it, we gotta find somebody who can. Oh, they don't okay. know how to read! We gotta find a white robot! What? God damn it! And the other voice uh, plays the Black Baron in Mad World. Wow. The Black Motherfucking Baron, motherfucker! Stop like, staring! Yeah, stop staring! But he's That's... a black guy, so I guess he can get away with it. Uh, I, so I can't. Horrible. I don't know how you would... Yeah, uh... yeah I, like, did, did anybody see the third movie? Are they? In, I'm I, pretty sure they're not in there at all. I didn't see the second or third. I had I not heard not these characters speak until last week. I went into a corner store. Mm-hmm. And it was on the TV yeah. in there, and I'm like, what is that obnoxious noise? I hear, like, clanking and this annoying voice. <laughs> and I look at the TV, and it's that just... That really describes the film. Yes, and it's just like... Yeah. And I look, what is on this goddamn TV? And it's just like, oh, it's Michael Bay, in, like, indecipherable visual noise <laughs> everywhere. And uh, then, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, oh, it's them. 
And I like bottom Mountain Dew and left. Mud <laughs> See how I'm better? And Skizzle Snids. It's hilarious that he can make a movie that's so bad and is so retarded already, and it's just <laughs> yeah. filled with retarded idiot nonsense for idiot retards. Like, and I can't get over it. It's like, I need racism in here to get that last niche. Okay, George Lucas <laughs> had not made a movie for years until when Phantom Menace came out. And Fly this, Boys or whatever that this movie This guy, intentionally, Michael Bay intentionally went in. It, it's like he never saw that. He made two Jar Jar Binks yes. that were that were like yes. useless yes. characters yes. that were even more racist, insensitive, yeah. unnecessary to Way the entire more movie. Than Jar Jar Binks. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just it was a cheap joke were... that the animation of those characters oh. cost tens of millions of yeah, dollars. Exactly, and that was the joke. Cheap joke that cost tens of millions of dollars. That's the best. And you know, uh. you know what that was. And like, I, I'm, I'm baffled by this because occasionally I get paid to like whip up something that some people would call a screenplay. Yeah. Uh, that was during the writer strike, so like a lot of that shit was written by Michael Bay himself because nobody, <laughs> nobody in U- Union uh, the WGA could work on that movie at all. So like a lot of movies that, like Wolverine, like yeah. that got panned that year, those were all products of the writer strike. Like <laughs> we got to keep these movies going, and you get these terrible. I had no idea that just write it yourself. If you have a story, like throw some dialogue in there, make it some funny. And, I had no idea that was difficult for people to do, or and don't, you, and you end up with shit like this. It's Michael Bay too. Love to see Michael Bay's Peter Pan. Uh, the second started writing. Fuck yeah! Uh, <laughs> then ruined five songs. So I have like uh, I can't like I just I want Transformers movies so bad. A and, good one. And the fact you have one. Just I have the one that is precious. It's absolutely precious. But the fact that three exist and they're among the worst things that have ever been filmed. And among the most popular. outside of like snuff films where people are being murdered. Um, and shit. Among like, the most profitable. Like. <laughs> Like outside of that, those are the most atrocious pieces of garbage. Mm-hmm. That I'm sorry, what these? Me to that car, right? So oh, I think he's scared. What are we gonna do with this shrimp taco? Just puke all over whatever little cannon was there. <laughs> yeah, and, that's that's really true. And it's like I can't I can't understand anyone who's a Transformers fan that watches that. That's all right. No! They co-opted everything you liked and turned it into the dumbest movie of the year and it made $800 million. That's the confusing part, is that the people that movie was meant for immediately didn't like it. The critics didn't like it. Maybe kids get it fine. Maybe kids love it. I don't know. But they never get any better. And the people no, they're meant for they're never like them anymore. And they, they set record, record profits every year. Every so what, what happened... I, I don't want to get into that debate. Like, what? Why do we keep going to these things? I, just I will say, never watch two and three because I will never, I will never pay to watch them. Never get my money in any form, and I don't want to know because the first one was so bad, mm-hmm. my stomach hurt when I left. Okay, like, let, like let, I let felt me pause terrible. It. I felt bad when I left that movie. Let me just suggest that you, Chris, are Transformers fans who are above and beyond the norm of the average Transformers. Not fan. me. I, let I it don't go. necessarily think that. You represent the average Transformers because the average Transformers fan doesn't give a shit. I worked with a couple people at other jobs who were Transformers fans, and they were idiot, retard, moron, baby jackasses. So this plays right into what they enjoyed about the series. Like, there's like, I mean, it's not just Transformer fans. It's like anyone who's a casual fan of something. It's like, yeah, dude, I love cinema. It's like, yeah, I love Transformers. Yeah, you like the Decepticon symbol because it looks cool right. in your yep. car. Yes, like, that's exactly. it. Yes, yeah, yeah. You don't actually like the story of how Cybertron was taken over and why yes. Shockwave was running the planet. And that's probably like, the vast majority of Transformers. I agree, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Brett, yeah. I'm yes? talking to someone, say I was born in uh, 1998. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Try the story of Transformers. Isn't this how it goes? Why don't you get a haircut with your you, bitch ass? What are you talking about, bitch ass? Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about, bitch ass? Yeah, the story of Transformers? What are you bitching about, Shrimp Taco? That's the story yeah. of Transformers. It's, get a haircut, yeah. bitch ass. It's... It's inexcusable to me that I those just, movies exist. No, it's inexcusable. <laughs> the to amount me of that my like six-year-old young... nephew is not is gonna think that that is what Transformers. Yes, is. It's, like, it's it makes upsetting. me sad. I, I feel like... I don't even like the original Transformers. <laughs> I think it's stupid, but it's better yes. than that. Yes, somehow I agree. Like, better. like the there original cartoon, I think, is still bad. Like it's it's transparently selling toys to kids, and it's yes. a crap. It's a poorly animated show, but it's not racist. <laughs> it's not racist. <laughs> <laughs> this is. It's like, at least not racist. What? It's, it's also not least. dumb and loud. Where like have we gone? Like that Michael Bay is just making dumb, loud, racist <laughs> bullshit. I like that what got us most angry in the racist podcast is a Transformers movie. <laughs> it's really fucking... Because it's the most recent it's thing the I most think we've re- seen like, so far. I, can, yeah. I, yeah, that sh- I forgot that that happened. Wait, you guys just All wait right, for this I'm next right. one. Because okay, this okay, one's okay. going to make you like quietly <laughs> mad. But if you're vocally mad, you'll feel bad about All being right. white. Because this is a movie Every that day Chris, of my life. And Chris will definitely know, because it stars Richard Pryor. Oh. It stars Richard Pryor as a guy named Jack Brown. Not Jackie Brown. Jack Brown. Is it co-star Gene Wilder? Because that could get difficult. He's a janitor, and it's called The Toy. The Toy! Yes! Oh, yes. 1982. And what's lovely about this film is that it is self-aware. The the plot of the film is that a kid who's the son of a rich, rich store owner... Decides he likes the black janitor. That's U.S., not U.S. And, uh... <laughs> Sorry. I know what I want. He likes the Wonder Wish. Let's get... Let's blow it up right away. The black man. <laughs> he wants one in black, all right? Let's get oh, we'll it. Any, any color the black man. He wants the black man. Say what No. No, Eric. No, not today. Not now. Not never. Yes. He's not a toy. He's trouble. You see the mustache? I asked him to shave that. That's right. Mr. Morehouse, I really don't care. But he is one of our cleaning people, Eric. I want him. He's not. So the kid... He couldn't have an actual job <laughs> doing the store maintenance. The kid he's... wants the black man. And like, it, it, they reference slavery and they're like... It's self-aware, though. It, yeah, it is. That's like not okay. Yeah, no, this no, isn't no, stupid. That's right. No. <laughs> what are we talking about, gentlemen? Well, he, well he's just... Used to getting his own way. Yeah. You guys oh are serious. Yeah. So Richard Pryor's not having any of it. If you wouldn't mind. Oh, I'm not. So look, I, I just don't want him throwing a tantrum in my department. Oh, nowhere in the store. He can do a lot of damage to the store. By the way, there's a Confederate flag behind him. No, yes. Uh, no, not me. No. No now. No tomorrow. No next week. I'm not. No. No. As you say, you know. No. I think we're going to have to butter your bread. <laughs> oh, yeah. And you. No. Oh, my. Oh, no, oh, you can't. Oh, uh, I can't be bought. No, yeah. no, this got settled into the Civil War. No, no, you no, can't no. have slaves. No, 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 we're not. No. So they give him money. This got yeah. so. I like so, the vaguely southern accents on all of the yeah. fat white douchebags that work for this. So story. they've like set it up as like self-aware. Like you can't have slaves, but they're paying him enough money to do and it to be the slaves. kid's toy. Right. But then, like it, it confuses. You know, it, it just does the magical black man stereotype. Oh, I do love that. I do. It's like, I'm so, it's self-aware about, look, we're basically making a black guy a slave here. We shouldn't do this. But Richard Pryor teaches the boy's father how to love. (laughs) 
And he's just really <laughs> done something bad to the boy's father. So After he's what upset. I did to your party, Mr. Bates, I think we're even okay. No. That kid loves you. You never loved me. Of course he does. You're a magical <laughs> black man, that. Richard Pryor. Uh, you ought to try talking to him. Yeah, I talked to him. But he won't talk to me. He's your son. He loves you. I mean, you gotta hug him. You mean physically? It's just that simple. Have you ever let your son sit Kick in the music. And put your arms around him and talk to him? Like, pretend I'm Eric. You be dad, right? And I'm home for a week. Dad, I haven't seen you in a long time. I want to see you in your life. How you doing, Dad? Oh, oh. Are you this... crazy? Yes, but trust me, okay? Come on, Dad. Let's sit down. Come on. <laughs> and slave jokes redeemed. Come on, Pop. How you yes. doing? Boy, I had a great time all year. All it took was a simple Negro to teach me how to live. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think of everything we've shown so far, this is, this, you could make a case that it's not, like, I just wanted to bring up that that, that sub-genre of movies that came out for a little while. Sure. Uh, uh, Legend of Bagger Vance. Yes. uh, Those, those I think, are, like, the toy is not that bad. I don't think it's an awful representation. Let's go to the ending. Okay. In which the father learns how to love his son. Right. But it's... And remember that Richard Pryor was a janitor. That's right. He wanted I to be a writer, you. though. And I'd love you. I love you, Daddy. I really love you. Ugh. Just awful. Act like you love this fat man that's really your dad. Meanwhile, Richard Pryor's looking on at the father and son, the white people. Jack, you know that job I offered you? On the newspapers? It's for real. You won't be sorry, you ask. You ask. You're allowed. The next year, he's going to have two weeks. One week with me, one week with you. Take it easy, Eric. The you white people Jack? get into their car. The airport, right. Mr. Bates. Yeah. We're okay, yeah. us. I'm okay, me too. All right, Jack. I'll see you next year. But hey, I mean, Jack, you got some rich friends. <laughs> right. I don't know. I mean, too, Come though, on. Yeah, I mean, the whole, like, white rich privilege thing is there flagrantly. But, I mean, the fact that it's even vaguely self-aware makes it way better than, like, Bagger Vance or any of that. <laughs> yeah, it does make it better than like, Bagger Vance. It's all just magical dipshit idiot yes. stuff. And it's and like, like, and, like, white and people who find is... it profound, like, you just gotta sit down and smell the rose. Yeah, it's like, it's like Forrest Gump. Right. Like, the same kind of thing where it's just like, here's someone and I, was I don't understand use... who's telling oh, sorry, me how to live sorry. life. And it's like, well, I guess you're right. I definitely... Wait, one second. Bagger Vance, oh my. Just to point out before we move on from the toy, the kid who played the kid in the toy is Flick from Christmas Story, the kid who got his tongue stuck on a telephone pole. Good to know. It's worth mentioning. It is. I just think the toy is funny because it's like a white director like thinking he's being clever and then just putting Richard Pryor in, like making Richard Pryor a magical black man who, who teaches a rich white guy how to love his son. And, right. and out of the deal, what does Richard Pryor get? A job, a bat, <laughs> like that's what that is. Like reward yeah, but, is, right. uh, you're going to be employed, you, son. I'm telling you, Pryor has way and more a week with the kid. No, oh, he in does. His, in his yeah. stable, yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, Superman three comes to mind. At least half of his, and that is one I tried to get. I could not find that scene. Oh, I have it. I should have told me. Oh, but at the same right. time, I mean, what that guy did with his, with his private career is. 
It overrides the vast majority of the sort of dipshitty. Oh, no, no. Like, Pryor's great. Right. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, that guy did more than anyone. You know who's never redeemed himself? Will Smith. Because if you seen the field, you wouldn't be hacking at that ball like you was chopping weeds out from under your front porch. Just give me the club. Sorry, I bring it up. You're going to take that hack away. Oh, this is so stupid. I can't even. This is so stupid. Almost I can't done. even. I just want. Uh, almost done. Are we? Are we almost done? We're almost done. We're almost there. Mike Graham has to pee. Yeah. Yes. One that, more thing to play. This was parodied, rightly so, in everything in the Chris Rock show, which is fucking lost to time. The Chris Rock show is fantastic. It's so you good. Watch it. Written by Louis C.K. I think yes. for like the first he, season. He worked yeah. with it. He also uh, Louis so C.K. Good. wrote Pootie Tang. Yeah. Yeah. It d- it directed it. Like, yeah. I love Louis. This this their parody was like from the makers of Legend of Bag of Vance and the Green Mile comes. Yes. Migger, Those. the magical nigger. Yeah. <laughs> that was the funniest. It's the racism episode. I'm yes, but something. no, I mean, it is. It's super apt because both those movies are so fucking pandering where they just have this like yes. mystical character and it's just like, ugh. Mike's looking at my screen, but we're going to hit the lot. We're going to end probably this. probably was going to try and get up. We're going to end this with the most Uh-oh. racist thing ever. Which is every movie Eddie Murphy has done in which he plays multiple characters. <laughs> now, That's fair. this is Norbit. Even Vampire in Brooklyn? And in Norbit, not only is he like, does he not even play a good black character? Like, he can't even do a good, like, sassy black woman. He can't even do a good racist black woman stereotype. Like, listen to his voice here. This is him attempting to do both. What are you looking at, Norbit? Oh, I, I was just, uh, watching the uh, some kids. They're about to come down the slide. I went to watch the kids come down. Say, Creepy. Kids, huh? Yeah. So you want to watch a bitch come down the slide? So you want to get a bitch? Like, that's not even the sassy black woman voice. That's but not even be, the stereotypical. To be oh. fair, he had done it 16 times in two Nutty Professor movies. That's so not even the right yeah. voice. <laughs> He's not doing it right. He was thinking oh, about no, Pluto wow. Nash. That does sound... If I did that, that would be offensive. So, by the way, she's fat, and she's going to go down a water slide. Fat people... Fat people in water slides are generally comedy gold. Yes, yeah, fat people, poor people. It's like, that transcends the issue of race. (laughs) Or fat and rich. You're fat. It's great. Comedy gold. So, more to this clip? Oh, yes. She's about to go down the slide. What's her name? Helvina or something? Velveeta, great, yeah. Is that <laughs> it, really? She's gonna show you how a bitch go down a slack. It's not the right voice! Okay. Alright, we're about out of time. Still. Oh. Don't, don't ever watch Norbit. There's no reason to watch this horrible, horrible film. I think in a couple years when it's, it can't pollute the atmosphere or the zeitgeist, it'll be fine. Mother of God! All right, all right. Boy, she sure did go down that slide fast. Okay, let's close out laser time so we can all piss. I did. Uh, I I wanted to bring something up very quickly, though. Please. The whole talk of minorities and and it's not racism so much. This is Brett Elson's Minority Report. Minority (laughs) Report. God damn it! It's just the whole like, even when it's not. Even when racism happens, like people will get called on their racism all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. oh, that was a racist thing. You need to apologize. You need to apologize. Mm-hmm. Or this, that, whatever. That game is racist. This thing is racist. That movie's racist. Mm-hmm. Uh, meanwhile, the only 
the only group that's still totally okay to constantly make fun of is women. And it's just like, well, I've yeah. only really been noticing it like the last couple of years, but it's still like, mm-hmm. oh, if you put down a woman, it's it's still funny. Fred, what are you or, talking about here? I don't... I, I don't know, but like the, I, the whole like things <laughs> are like things are like Arkham City, where it's like where they were complaining about how yeah. oh they're making all these sexist jokes about Catwoman, and everyone's like they're thugs. Why do, why would they be nice? It's like are they calling people racial slurs? Are they cussing? Are they no? They're the only thing. They're the safest thing. The safest target is objectifying I, women. I only disagreed with that, and I, I thought. It's, it's definitely only an example totally of, safe of, of laziness. Time. They'll do it on network television. Yeah, well, yeah, that's true. And the, no one will the call Catwoman thing like. That like the stuff you're talking about, like well, so it goes it goes over my head a lot. Yeah, but the Catwoman shit, like I'm playing, like what the fuck is happening? This is it's this un- is too much. It's too much for a Batman game. But that's like Batman thing is just like an example. That's not a, no, the biggest I, offender. But, but I, it's like uh, well, yeah, all right. It's just like yeah, can a woman be shown at any point not sexualized under the merits of her own talent? And then there's that whole movie test of like one, mm-hmm. is there more than one woman in the movie? Right. Two. Got it. Two. Does another woman ever talk to another woman? Ever. Three, when they talk, do they talk about something that's not a man? And you'll be astounded yeah. how many movies fail that test on, like, step <laughs> yeah. two. Yeah. Which is yeah. why, like, this, the, weirdest yeah. one, the weirdest one that got it, fucking Thor. Huh. Thor hey. is, like, secretly, huh. like, this feminist masterpiece of, like, <laughs> huh. the first shot, two women talking yeah. about their profession. The then, man, the man is sexualized. The Thor man is sexualized. With, the whole Natalie Portman appears in like in no. like a full long sleeve hoodie with never sexualized, and she's just presented yeah. as a woman in a fi- in a field. It's I don't believe she's a scientist. Of course, for a Thor is the powerful savior who saves them from dying. But well, he's the god of that. I, I see. I see what you're. I do. It's I, just something I only became more sensitive to like in the last couple of years. So like, it's just. It bothers me even no, more when, like, it's okay to get away with sexualizing a woman it, it gets and to, putting her down and be like, "Dude, Brat's okay. It's just a girl." Meanwhile, if you say anything even remotely racist, it's mm. like, well, you'll get called on your racism yes. immediately, yes. but you won't get called on your sexism. Yeah, but so, you can get you can get away with a certain amount of racism. I agree mm-hmm. too. Like, you don't yeah, even but get people called on people will much quicker push that button. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Than like if you, I don't know, check out the rack on there. Like, yeah, oh, I know, right? And it's yes. like, I will only just, recommend. I picture myself just like if you were of that race, you'd know, like, mm. I don't want to hear that in my like. Mm-hmm. Just like if I was of that gender, I'd be like, I don't want to be in a room where people are making tit jokes because now I just think you're looking at my tits and thinking about my tits. We or well, even I, if you're even I if am, you're not, it's like uh, it's just a creepy, oppressive atmosphere to be in. I apologize. Well, but I mean, it's I, that's all I wanted. Sorry, that's all I wanted. That's, that's okay. That kind of works in the premise of the episode. Yeah, it but I don't, I don't mean like you know prude up the whole yeah, thing yeah, and like sure. no fun for anyone. But it's like no. of course there's still fun no, to be. Fine. No, I was, a I was woman apologist. It. They've you know how much they've hurt us. Uh, yeah, I was for a long time because on top of <laughs> subjugating all races, we've also subjugated women. Before, yes. before that Apatow kick uh, of like comedies like R rated or like yeah, uh, like I was really I'm a huge comedy fan. We had like Anchorman and then nothing but Kate Hudson movies. Yeah, and all and, and like all all the comedies were all about trying to get a guy and like yeah. it was like the most boring time for that entire genre yeah. for fuck like a decade is the woman defined no by confidence. her desire to get a man always it's like yes, always. that's always the laziest writing yes is the woman's chief characteristic sex or getting a man then you fail and, that, and when you said that like I thought of everything Kate Hudson has ever been in right yeah and most things Catherine Hegel will yeah yes. Catherine Hegel God. yeah it's about a wedding Catherine or Hegel it's a, only with, you know what else is lazy <laughs> uh, there you go <laughs> 
<laughs> Alright, let's close this fucker out. This is the end of Lazy Time. Go to LazyTimePodcast.com. We got some Don't be an ignorant fuckface. Go get some t-shirts. Donate. Stop Don't be an ignorant fuckface. Being racist. Alright. Bye. Bye. You're racist? Bada 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 b